I'm always forgetting something. But other than, uh, hi, welcome to Diefall Presents Ruin. This is Team Crimson. Welcome, our original 5th edition D&D cooperative campaign featuring three heroic odysseys to escape hell. Three parties embark on unique journeys through the many layers of hell where their actions will lead to consequences for one another. This is Team Crimson. Say hello. There are three ways over here. There are three ways our viewers can interact with the game. First, you can invoke fate by using exclamation point fate for various effects. Two dollars for plus two to a roll. Five dollars for a reroll. Ten dollars for a nat twenty. And twenty dollars for a draw from the deck of many. Which I just did two of those because we had some outstanding ones, and we'll we'll, we'll get into that in just a just a little little moments. Yeah, uh, $69 to invoke chaos if you really want to throw us off course and be sure to identify the players you want to influence. Otherwise, I have no idea. Second, every 10 retweets will grant a nat 20 to a random player at the table. You can find the tweet linked in the chat somewhere and or now if I, you know, get to it. Third, patrons may participate in various mini games within the Shard of Discord, the central location of our campaign. These mini games affect world building, story setting, NPCs, and future events. Exclamation point Patreon in the chat for more information. And there's an entire game that I designed that we're playing and it's actually going pretty well. I'm kind of stoked on it. So if you want to like do that and hang out, it's pretty good. 14 of them. All right, fine. Everyone roll me a D20. Come on. Come on, cast. It's time already. D20. Oh. Yeah, roll me a D20. Ooh. Let's go. The rogue table. God damn it. Now I see it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, 17, 18, 16. So, geez. Okay, so it looks like May. Uh, with Lenore here, you get yourself a nat 20 from the retweets. Sick, sick, sick. As you can see on your screen right now, unfortunately, we are not joined by Evie. She is running a charity event right now, which happens to coincide with our showtime. So she's going to go do that and raise money for children. And I, that's fine. It's totally fine. That's a, that's a worthy cause. Gotta be a good person, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? We're going to play D&D. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that. <sighs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else and then I totally forgot what it was. Uh, oh yeah, we uh, th uh, there was murder in the last time. Does anyone want to volunteer for a recap? I know Drac, since you were mm -hmm. here and present yeah. four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, we missed a, a couple of these due to various different circumstances, but we are getting back on track. Not guaranteed, because I can't guarantee anything in my life at this point, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, does anyone remember anything? Just, just give me snippets and I'll, I'll put it together I, for you. I think I do. Okay. Would you like to recap it, Lenore? Can I get another nat 20 of how correct I am? <laughs> how close I get? Uh, you, it will be chat judged if you're close enough. Chat, judged. do you remember? <laughs> Sound like a door of the Explorer episode. Do you remember? No swiping those D20s. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right so. No, he just swiped those kills. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain salty. Well, we started at the arena. Mm -hmm. uh, we were a little concerned and upset that we just witnessed a Celestial being absorbed into. Uh, champion of Anwir's there. Uh, we also got churros that were kind <laughs> of not so good and tacos that were kind of soggy, uh, but at least we had snacks. Uh, we managed to 
leave the arena undetected. Uh, we did pretty well with that, except we did get kind of seen just outside in the streets, which uh, we decided to make a run for it. Uh, considering most of us had wings, uh, a lot of us took to the skies on that. Uh, I believe Zepha was princess carrying Carnifex uh, mm -hmm. along the way, making sure that uh, they were safe. Cradled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for the most part, uh, we were being chased by these like shadow creatures that were kind of poofing when we hit them. I think uh, Dwin got uh, tied up in a maypole, uh, and then Princess carried uh, by Mirage uh, to the forest. Then in the forest, we came across a cottage and a lady in the cottage, Luthalay, I think is her name. Mm -hmm. uh, Valanth was very honest with this woman and saying uh -huh. who we were and what we were doing. <laughs> Uh, around uh, but so far the lady seems nice and also kind of not wanting to be noticed by the authorities which then followed us and arrived at the cottage in which we fought these peoples and the last thing I remember is Lenore also lost her clothes with the ruin card and is in a bear rug uh huh yeah, you have uh, you've been been wrapped up in a bear rug from Aluthale. Um She is the one of the former bakers at the Bedegrain Estate. Uh, Poisoners, a, a poison who attempted to poison some of the residents there, uh, and then made a hasty escape and has been so far allowed to just live in obscurity uh, in the afterlife here. Um, until you brought a bunch of bounty hunters to her door and then killed them all rather forcefully. Yeah. No yeah, harm, it was no good. Foul. Oh, and that's right. And Dwin stole her stuff. <clears throat> no harm, no foul. Yeah, Dwin stole her stuff. Some, some of her stuff. Like a lot of money. Still like no a foul. lot she of money. Know about it. <laughs> Yeah. I think nobody knows about it. Nobody knows no, it's about it. It's making more and more sense why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of where we f we find ourselves in the, like, just in the midst of the aftermath of this situation uh, at this little mill and, and cottage, the bodies of our enemies littering the ground. And, uh, you know, before we get too far into it, we'll just we'll just <sighs> go ahead and draw this card because this is one that uh, has been waiting for Carnifex for a while. Oh, it is the ruined card again. Uh, so <laughs> Carnifex, you, uh, you lose a lot of stuff, all of your stuff. You're sipping soup at the table and all of a sudden all your nice fancy clothes <laughs> Gone. The cloak that the soup, just disappears just before he soups. <laughs> the, the, the soup's gone. <laughs> uh, all of your money, possessions, non-magical items are gone. So you retained the fan. Uh, I retained the fan and the amulet. And the amulet. And uh, I also had one uh, bought previously that I can also resolve right now. Uh, it's the star card which mm. gives someone you probably haven't met yet uh, a boost 
to one of their attributes. I've already applied uh, it. It'll be fine. It'll great. be fine. If you would Just like to great. also cause a little bit of trouble for your friends here, you can uh, get them cards too. So this is where we're at. We're at Luthalia's cottage. Um, just after Mirage has flown off to go kill the last of these bounty hunters that was trying to escape. And now what? Conifex kind of about to take a sip of this good soup. Mm. And it all disappears along with his, honestly, just his pants, really, and cloak. Um, he wasn't really wearing much else anyway. He just kind of sits there and sighs and just goes, uh, no, again. Do you have anything I could wear by any chance? <laughs> Luthalia looks over at you and then looks over at, <laughs> at Lenore and goes, I don't have any other bearskin rugs and uh, probably nothing that will fit you, but I'll, I'll, um, I'll go check. And she's going to go run up the stairs again <laughs> and see if she can't find something for you to wear. Thank you. All over your new pants. Uh, it has been <laughs> voted. May does get the nat 20. All right, there you go. That's it. So, May, you've got two now Thank for the, the recap there. There you go. Did the people be killed? Did they go poof or are they dead on the ground? They are dead on the ground. You can wear the clothes from the dead people. Uh, it's not the first time. He's <laughs> 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 just going to go up and walk over to one of the bodies that, like, do they look, any of them look like they have at least a very similar sized pants as him um yeah we'll, we'll pull up what they look like again so you get a, a sense of uh their size again um some of them are very small in fact most okay. of them are very small uh mm. some of the larger ones i mean you could probably take some of their cloaks and it yeah. would function pretty well but you're a you're a big guy yeah I got you're a lot of turtle legs yeah I you're a lot of turtle um, um. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take one of the, I'll take a cloak or something as a wrap around and go, uh, I think this will do. Um, <laughs> like ties around your neck and it kind of just goes only just to your shoulders. Yeah. It's like, a very, I don't think the hood fits. It's just like, well, yeah, this is This fine. is the best I can do until, unless our friend can find anything else. Uh, what's the name of the person? Like the- Luthale. Uh, I will drop the spelling in there somewhere so we can get that again. Do, do, do. Believe I, I spelled that correctly. Uh, okay. I go to one of them and uh, I see from the arts they have belts and straps, right? Mm -hmm. I take a belt and I go up to a Carnifex and say, do you mind? Sure, go ahead. So I put the belt around him, I get another cloak and he's got a loincloth. <laughs> Just hanging. You're welcome. Oh and I go back up here. God. Okay. Honestly, this is much more for everyone else than me, but thank you. <laughs> I'm a solo out in the forest. Uh, yeah. Dwin just shot the dude that I was chasing. So was, first thing is like out in the forest. Damn it, Dwin! And then you see me just dragging this body back <laughs> and throwing it into the pile. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Drag it all the way back and just throw that in there. Perfect. I have a question. Do I know? Because we were joking about it before, but do I actually do? I was aware that there's a there's a fight outside, right? Like, yeah. I knew. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got this. It was more so yeah, I didn't I have like, to run okay. another character sheet. I was yeah, just yeah, like, you know what? Fair. He's just not here right now. He's he's sipping the soup. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I think you just go to everyone to go. Um, is everyone okay? Uh, anyone did it? Anyone get left behind? Did it manage to escape? Was everyone dealt with here? 
Uh, I guess. I don't have wings, I can't check or anything. No, I think we got them. How's everyone feeling? Uh, there's a lot of arrows Actually, and stab runes. Yeah, it's, it's like pretty, uh, pretty beat up. Uh, for our, for Valanth, who is not actually here, Valanth has like three HP. Um, oh. They are not looking very good. Uh, so you know they're just gonna fall out of their rage here and come collapse into one of the chairs at the table and uh, also start having some soup because that's just uh, what we do when we're not here now is have soup. Mm. The soup of absence. Mm -hmm. uh, Indeed. <laughs> good old standby soup. <laughs> um, Valanth looks was... awful. <laughs> Just like oh, riddled God. with arrows. I would say we should get some rest here, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are more of them coming. Do we mm. want to risk it or start moving? If there's more coming, that would that would leave our hosts by themselves. That is a good point. Either way, our host um, should end up getting mixed up in this. So maybe it's best if we stay. She comes down the stairs and she actually has like a large comforter, like a nice blanket. <laughs> She's like, um, I, f I found this. Uh... Hopefully that will help. Those don't fit you. Um, and she just no. like hands you the blanket no. <laughs> in case you. in case you're cold. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, um, I'm so I'm very sorry that we ended up bringing all of these um, yes. Rathians to your door. Um, it's quite all right. I've I've been trying to stay a step ahead of uh, my past transgressions, and it seems that eventually they caught up to me in one way or another. Um, what is your your plan? For hell, everyone here seems awfully considerate. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I murmur to the dead body next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the ones that are trying to stab them. you, right? Yeah, um, yeah. so, so, uh, she is quite aware of of your situation uh, and even your desire to leave. Like, she knows those okay. things. She doesn't know what your immediate next plan is. So far, she's proven, you know, pretty resourceful uh, source of information, uh, especially about, like, Better Grain Estate and Anne Weir and things like that, considering she worked there. Um, okay. And she didn't poison you with the soup. So it seems like she she might oh, be on on your side, right? Yeah. Um, and a nat twenty for Drac too. Okay, all right. Oh. Okay, I got one and Drac got one. There we go. Thank you. So keep those in I'm mind. I'm gonna use that. I know how I'm gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> I think I have a cure wounds left, and I would like to try and heal Philanth. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. First level. For six? Yes. Valanth visibly relaxes under the healing magic there uh, and continues to enjoy the soup of absence, but slightly less damaged. I've also That's got nice. a cure wounds for a lot slot left. Anyone want some? I'm honestly feeling great. 
this soup mm. was exactly what I needed. It's good soup. It's good soup. It's good soup. It's good soup. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So she, she kind of looks and says, well, um, what is the, uh, plan with the bodies? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's quite a lot of blood, and, and if anyone was to walk by, it's rather conspicuous that... I don't know. They were. Yeah. Uh, it would take too long to bury them, and we would draw attention if we were to burn them. Also, I feel kind of odd doing that. Um, what happens to bodies in hell? I mean, someone mentioned the ether before. Like, uh, some of them exploded and had all this stuff come out of them, but do they rot or what? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> your fortunate angelic companion, Zephyr, steps up and Oh, right, so the bodies that you have in hell are just, um, mirrors of what you possessed in life. Uh, when you return to the, the cycle and are reborn anew, um, the, the body just fades and, you know, returns to the earth here. There's as many physical things here on this plane and the other planes as there are on your mortal one. They will decay and, and feed the earth again. But, um, they are a bit conspicuous. Yes, um... We could drag them into the nearby building here. Something that's a little bit more vacated. Yeah, yeah. Luther Lay looks yeah. up and says, Right, um, I, I do have a, um, somewhat abandoned stable. I haven't had horses in ever here. This place is mostly abandoned. Um... We could throw them in the shed in the back, then. It sounds like a, a good idea. Right. I can help with that. Okay. Right. Yeah, and so <laughs> just start, like, hauling all the bodies to the shed in the back. Perfect. Yeah, they'll end up back there somewhere. Great. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a room. Ugh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, 15-ish minutes go by for you to, like, hide them, maybe, like, toss some straw over the bodies or whatever, and maybe yeah. make it a little less conspicuous that they're there. Uh, but yeah, that's easily enough. No one walks up while you're doing it, fortunately. Um, Lisa Lay does have a point, though. What is our game plan next? Yes, well... find a way out of here, I suppose. Uh, though, I think any way would be having to go back. I mean, I'm ready. Could we not take a short rest first or something? <laughs> or uh, yeah, we could probably, we could probably, you know, stay the night, I suppose. Would that be okay least. with you? Yes, 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 of, of course. Um. Honestly, I, I feel more at ease that you're here. Though, if I could make a request. Um, if I stay here, they'll likely kill me. I'm not ready for that. Do you mind if I, I don't I tag along for a little bit? Um, Sure. Do, do you have someone back in the city that you might be able to stay with? Um, y yes, yes, I, I, um, I used to apprentice under a baker there. 
Like, I could probably uh, ask him if he's got a spare room. Yes. I would like to inside check her. Yeah, absolutely. S12. Uh, seems like she don't want to die. Uh, and that she's, yeah, she probably apprenticed under that baker or something. She, she seems a little scared that she's been found out here. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why um, you can't join us. The Mortimer, I guess. <laughs> right. Um. And well, I, I might have something else I can offer too, if if, if you need it. Um, I did work at Bettergrain for quite some time and kind of know the ins and outs of the place. If you're trying to get to that portal, I uh, could probably help you get there. That, that would be perfect. But I hope you don't mind me asking, but what do you want in return? Well, again, I think I'm pretty well compromised here. Um, just take me with you? I don't see why not. Right. Um, and uh, protection. Protection's good. I'm uh, pretty good with a rolling pin when it comes to baking, but not so much good with uh, a blade. Just whack them with the rolling pin, I believe in you. Have to it. It, yeah. it does. Uh, Especially if you have a marble one. She picks up, she says, Unfortunately, since I moved out here, everything seems to be made of wood. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can we can do what we can to protect you. Right, great, thank you. Um, yes, of, co of course, my, my house is, um, is yours for, for rest and uh, the food and things like that, and, and I will, uh, I'll, I'll prep a bag, um, I'll gather my things. And, and she picks up the rolling pin, including this. Uh, yeah. So, gathering inside the home and, you know, taking a long rest. We'll call it, we'll call it a long rest. <laughs> um, you all feel slightly stronger while you rest <laughs> and you happen to level up to level four. Yay, congratulations. Yeah. We may have taken care of this prior to the show. It's fine. Uh, if yep. there's anything that left that you need to do for level four things, now you can do it. Um, some of those things might be, hey, get your spell slots back and all of your HP goes back up and things like that. So yes, uh, it looks like a long rest is entirely possible. What I would like, however, is does anyone keep watch during the evening? Con effect Stephanie does because he take he's the only watches. one did nothing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he'll definitely see. Um, feeling real fresh right now. It's yeah, like, I man, feeling, I feel great. great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, where do you post up for that? Where do you keep watch from? Um, well, let me just see what it looks like around. Um, I will probably like sit by the window. Is this a window like here? Uh, that's a coat rack, but oh, uh, that's fine. Is? We can call it a window. Like I just sit by a window. Okay. Um, yeah, you just take one of these chairs and look out in the front. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Uh, does anyone else volunteer to take a watch while Lenore. this is going on? Lenore will? Okay. Cool. Uh, and then we would need one more, two more, technically two more, if you round them all out. Yeah, Mirage as I can well. take third or fourth after okay. I get some rest, get some heal points back. 
Heal points, health points, that heal, too. Heal points! Get my <laughs> heal points back. Sure, okay. Uh, so in the first one, Cardifex, go ahead and roll me a perception check. You know? In the night Ooh. here, the fire okay. still kind of fitfully burning in the, uh, the stove behind you. It's warm in the house. And you can kind of look around. out. Mm -hmm. And you look out into the darkness. It's quiet. Fortunately. There's no sign of any would-be invaders. You do happen to notice, though, however, wildlife out in the forest. Hmm. Now, if there's like a deer and an owl that perches on one of the closer trees, maybe you find interesting. But otherwise, the watch goes really well in that it's very easy. You watch the thing and nothing happens. Lenore, go ahead and roll me perception check. 19. Do you note here, maybe in your like study of the planes or something like that, there's no moon. There are stars, but there's no moon. It's kind of odd that there's these celestial bodies floating around, but... You look deeper into the woods, and you do see shadows moving about, but every once in a while you note that, yeah, much like Carnifex saw, just animals. Nothing overly conspicuous. Roll me an insight check, though. I'll use one of my nat 20s. Okay, all right. Uh, one of these owls you feel like is staring directly at you through the window. Now, is it just owl stuff? Not super sure, but you feel like it is peering directly into your soul. It's gonna, like, do one of these. <laughs> Does it move this way? Does it move this? Yeah, and, like, and its, its head follows you. It does that weird, like, owl turn the head all the way around thing to follow you one time, you know? Lenore will remember this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I think fortunately for the rest of the evening, those of you that have the other watches, nothing, nothing happens. It is a rather easy evening. And probably well-deserved after the flight, literal flight, away from the city, and then battle pretty much as soon as you arrived here. Uh, it seems like those bounty hunters were indeed tracking you. I don't think anyone ever got the reason why. Uh, most of them ended up dead before any questioning could have happened. But at least the immediate threat was taken care of. The early morning comes because, you know, you're all adventurers and always wake up uh, whenever it is light immediately with no issue. No one's ever drowsy, right? Out in the forest in Luthalay's abandoned mill and home. She seems to have prepared a bag and also breakfast. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Fresh biscuits, a couple of eggs. Yeah, um, kind of you're going to dig in. Mm -hmm. She seems to be cinching up all of her things. She's like, right, um, well, I'm prepared. Uh, any issues last night? I uh, barely slept a wink for all the stress. 
no, nothing on my watch. Uh, a lot more wildlife than I expected, but oh, nothing suspicious. Um, fortunately, uh, wildlife is it's got it's kind of a good thing. When things die on the plane, they even the animals they go somewhere, and so some of them end up here until they are also reborn into the cycle. Do you have any owls that are like to hang out around here? Owls. Um yes. Really big one sitting outside and she like points out to like one of the trees over there. Like, sits in that tree over there kind of creepily looks into the windows. That one, yes. Right. Um I've taken to calling him Billy. Uh, he doesn't really respond to it. He's not a pet. He's just there. I'm not really sure why. Um, he started showing up when I arrived here. Why? <laughs> did, did he do something? Well, he was very attentive. 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 Right, okay. Um, great. Fantastic. Love that. Well, I'm glad he didn't um, keep you up all night. No, it's just very... Do you, watchful. Do you th think there's something more there? And she seems nervous. He, he's been there every, every night for quite a while. Um. Would there I look, be... is it still there? <laughs> uh, yeah, you look out. Uh, no, no, Billy, Billy the owl is currently not there. Concerning if there was an owl there during the day. Just like looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, that's suspicious. <laughs> Do you know anyone who might want to keep? tabs on you at all? Uh, well, I mean, I did try to poison Lord Anweir and his staff. Well, yeah. So. I reason do want to ask, what, right. is there a very special kind of poison that would affect someone like Anweir, or is it just, do you think, I, any kind? I think that was probably my mistake in that, um, I took some of my knowledge that I had when I was living and mixed the correct herbs and powders together so that would likely, you know, kill a man or two, or one the size of Lord Anwia. Um, didn't seem to work. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, he is a god, though, so that's kind of, I feel like, probably normal that poison didn't work yeah but it shouldn't be impossible to kill a god uh have you met him at a distance mm -hmm. maybe not impossible but um he's quite formidable quite formidable and and playing his size he is one of the gods of magic, so 
there's even more to him than just mm. the she like grasps her bicep the 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 mus the muscle Well, so, we might have to go through them somehow. Right. Right. So Hopefully what's the plan? Last results or to encounter him. Uh, well, is there like service entrances that aren't particularly watched as much? <laughs> uh, as much? No. Um, and she like she pulls out a little napkin and starts drawing on it because why not? Let's take a look at the uh, the annual ward. The so. classic heist scene where you take yeah, out exactly. a napkin. Yeah, exactly. The napkin start. and start drawing <laughs> on it. Uh, yeah, so she she starts, um, you know, she draws a box essentially to represent the better grain estate in the walls around it. And she looks, so um, the walls from the forest are rather tall and set upon the same earthen rise that the, the rest of the city is on. Uh, there are no gates from that side. The, the interior walls are made of iron, um, and there are no gates on them. The two ways in are the carriage house, and she draws like a circle at the top, the north there, through the carriage doors, or through the guardhouse on the eastern side, um, which is obviously very well guarded. And the, the carriage house is quite well guarded as well that there are guards that patrol day and night in the estate itself uh, and each of the towers are indeed occupied as well as some of the uh, interior walls of the estate um it's it's really really well put together yeah I mean, it's starting to sound like we can't quite start the entire way. We're inde inevitably going to run into someone and have to fight them. Yes. Um, if I could make one request. Uh, and we have this, like, visual flashback of her watching you butcher this whole group of people. Um, maybe leave the other servants out of it. Um, all I can say is that I won't attack anyone who doesn't attack me. Right, right, okay. Um, some of them are rather dedicated to, and we, I, I, you know what, I can't make promises like that. I just, they, they were my friends. It's, they were my friends. It's fine. It's fine. Um. I'll keep it non-lethal if they seem like huh. people you knew. Uh, okay. I, I'm not sure of the easiest way in, except for maybe over the walls. Um, if you can evade the the guards or find a way to get past them swiftly without them noticing. Night is, is, is probably best. It is patrolled by interior guards there, but there won't be any visitors. The gardeners won't be there. Um, the priests will likely be off to sleep as well as most of the house if you are planning to to sneak in. That actually would be a good idea. Uh, while this is going on, I want to be outside, uh, looking through the corpses for shiny things. You go back into the shed, the pile of corpses, mm. and you want to start taking a look? Roll me an investigation check. 
Okay. Investigation. That's a 20. Yeah. Yeah, you find you find some things. Um there is a a pretty hefty sack full on one of them of the same Tasirwin coins that you had found uh in the home, right? So same stamping and stuff like that, so some kind of monetary value there. Uh and a little a little note. A little folded up slip of paper in one of their satchel pockets. Um and it has a name that you actually know. And it comes up into your into your head here as you read it. It's signed by Magistrate Briga. Which is, as you remember, into the hazy before a large orc woman that gave you the bounty to find Zepha and bring him in. Looking at the note there, it specifies that an original bounty hunter group has failed in their capacity to bring in the Celestial, and that this group has been hired to A, bring in the Celestial, and B, kill the group that failed. I see. Well, uh, I'll keep that to myself, I guess. The coins! Uh, so what are the coins? Can I make... Uh... Roll a history check to find out what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen, you've, um... I think you've seen them before. Let me grab the, yes. the handout again. Upstairs, uh, but yeah, you can, you can roll the, the history check as well. Um, but I'll just... Where did I put the coin handout? Come on, Joel. I forgot how much I got that episode. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I forgot as well. It's fine. We'll call it 300 because that's probably what she had. Um, and boom. Okay. Yeah, so the coins look like that. They have the mask on the one side and the triketra on the other side with words engraved in celestial around it. Um, but yeah, so taking your, your, your check here, if you want to do a history check, you're more than welcome to. Okay. I have a proficiency in this because of my, uh, my class, my subclass. Mm -hmm. So, an 18. They do not match any of the coins that you remember from the Prime Material Plane. That kind of makes sense. Um, they are silver in their make. Uh, it doesn't look like they're silver plated. They're like actual weight silver. Um, so more than likely they are whatever the monetary usage is for this plane. Uh, other than that, I'm not sure you can pick up where like historically what else there might be just because you have okay. not had any experience with them before right so yes but I have whispers of the dead so a okay. ghost will tell me if a I need to go a ghost will tell you yes um sure okay maybe the dead things wispy ghost in front of me it's like oh by the way yeah, uh, it's the ghost of the guy that used to run this mill. The grizzled older dude. Just, ah! Hey! Who woke me up? I was sleeping in the hay here! And he looks down and says, Hey! What are these bodies doing here? De decomposing. Uh, in my shed! It's okay, you're dead too. 
Ah! Ah! Oh! Uh, dead again! It happens. Uh, so, would you know what these coins are? Like, what, what are they? Uh, they're coins, son! What else do you want to know about the coins? They're made in uh, one of the districts. Which one is it? It's the big middle one. Why do I feel so tired? Uh, the fourth quarter, central district. Big government thing. They have a mint there. Uh. Right. And uh, I'm trying to think back to when we were in the market. They took gold from us, right? Not these things. Oh. Yes, dear. Yes. Yes. Um. So. Eh. He like peers closely at you. Oh, good. You're awake. Ah. To keep up some of the appearances, they uh, still accept gold from those that haven't uh, come to their senses on where they're at. Real dealings here are done with these. I see. And these hey. have value. And he tries to tap the coin with his ghost hand and it passes through it. These have value on all the other planes. Ah, I see. Well, uh, thank you, uh, request Captain Pache, and I turn, uh, turn my back to him. Wait, wait, and, I... ah! <laughs> and he, like, disappears. <laughs> ah! uh, what, was that, what was that about? Anyway, um, uh, how many uh, coins do I get from the dead bodies here with my check? The dead bodies, apparently, the first half of killing you is worth 100 of these. Okay. Each or just uh, between them all? Uh, that was just all that was in the sack. All right. Okay. Doing his uh, content. I'm going to go and climb the roof now and watch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. And so we flash back to the inside. We are considering the Better Grain Estate. And you all roll me a d20 to see who gets the next nat 20 from the retweets. Thank you, chat. I appreciate that. Mirage with a four. It looks like it might be you. Might be Never mind. Oh no, Lenore <laughs> snuck in. Okay, Lenore, you already have two from the beginning here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Mirage. Uh, so Mirage, you pick up one <laughs> of these so nat twenties as well. Great, great, great. Alrighty then. And with that, Dwin goes up to the roof, and we flash back here to the interior of the house where plans are being made. So. So if we, uh, <clears throat> if we came through during the night, that would help with uh, the chances of running into anyone. Um, but we only have, still have two entrances, the, the guard house and the carriageway, you said? Yes. Um... If we want to go by foot. Oh, and she like looks around. Right. Um, do you, all of you have wings? Uh, no. No. Yeah, just three of us. Three? Well, that's, um... Well, uh... And she looks... Your your options are much greater. The, then getting over the walls should be no problem. You don't have to go through the gates. The only thing that would be stopping you are the, the doors to the, the estate itself, which... So... There are enchantments, again, god of magic, um, on all of the gates and doors, where if you work for Anweir, you can open them, but if you do not have a contract signed, 
You cannot. Do you still Do... have your contract signed? Oh, um, we still have you, a contract you... signed. Oh, I don't know if they've. Can it be magically voided? Well, actually, in the estate, there's a room that houses the contracts, and there is um, a bookkeeper who does the, you know, the numbers for the, the estate and keeps track of the contracts of all of the, the guards and, you know, the um, the servant folk. Um, um, I suppose they the would bounties be... Bounties count? Oh. Uh, who signed your bounty? Uh, I mentioned the orc lady's name. Yeah, Ruka, I think it was. Uh, unfortunately, that's... Those... Our contracts are all stamped and signed by Anwir himself. Mm. Yeah, he wouldn't be giving one of those to us. No. But is yours void? You I were you it's, did you run away before it could be or I I, I don't I don't know. I, I can't imagine that he would have left it intact um if he knew about it. I'm not I'm not sure. Are you willing to find out? Uh, um, well, you, we are going back to the city anyways. Oh, I'm going to regret this. Yes, I tried to be a thorn in Anwir's side, um, and I was not successful, but if I can help someone else more powerful do it... Yes. I'll, I'll do what I can. Is there any kind of punishment or <laughs> um, what happens with these enchantments if someone who doesn't work for anywhere? Oh, uh, they just don't open. There's okay. no there's no explosion. There's no Anwe takes great pride in his estate. He is a rather um, vain mm. man. Loves the pomp and circumstance, the Colosseums, the opera, all of those things. And nothing gives him more pleasure than his own estate. He would never do anything that would harm it. Does he have mm, magical locks on the windows? You know what? I'm not sure. It, it feels like something that, in his paranoia, he probably would do, but I've never tried. Of course, when I was working there, whenever I opened a window, the locks wouldn't would have opened for me anyways, right? I've, I've never seen anyone else try to do anything. Maybe? We try, like, the highest windows? I, I can imagine maybe, like, the first couple might be taken care of, but... There are, um, some windows on the fourth floor, um, and she, like, draws this tiered thing, and basically she's drawing, uh, this location up here at the top. Anwir has most of his um, important meetings in that room, but otherwise it lies mostly empty. If you were to reach it and get to one of the windows and they would open, then maybe that's a way in? Worth the shot? Yeah. Sounds like a plan. It's more than we had before. And if we get into that room, who knows what we could find in there if it's empty. 
of people. Oh, well, um, having been in there and brought teas and cakes previously, uh, I can tell you lots of large leather chairs, um, nice coffee table, some really good brandy, uh, and not much else. It is a ceremonial room more than anything. Something for him to show off to guests. So try and enter in from up above in hopes that he doesn't have any security measures or figure out a way through the front. We could do something that my people like to call a Trojan horse. Out! I... Out! <laughs> the show's over. I do know of that tactic, um, but in order for us to give a Trojan horse, we'd need something that he would want. How about that brandy? Oh, we could just kidnap somebody. No, oh, actually, it's probably not a good idea. Yes, I'm not entirely sure if that's quite a Trojan horse. Um, that seems more like a an exchange, and um, I'm almost certain there's no one that we can kidnap that he would be particularly fond of. Well, his champions, if you could find one of them. So you were at the arena, right? And yeah. Which means you probably saw some of them. He, um, he really prizes those, the ones that he makes and gives power to. They, uh, go on to serve as, uh, captains in one of the other planes for the coming war. To me, he just seems like a man of force, and I, I have a feeling that Forcing our way into his domain is probably not on our good side. Um, what I'm trying to say is maybe we should, maybe we should take down his champions first, force him out, and weaken him in the process. I haven't seen a single horse this entire time. <laughs> I say from the roof. Yes. There's <laughs> nothing out here! <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're, go we're gonna build one. We're gonna build one. Okay. I, I'm all for fighting. Um, in general, honestly. Um, especially people that claim to be champions. Is the plan for us to coax him out and then sneak into his castle, his estate, or coax him out and just fight him? I just want to make sure I'm on the same mm. page. I think probably coaxing him out and fighting him. To be honest, um, if he or, does, or or we make one of you a candidate to be a champion. Play to his Starts vanity. pointing at Carnifex. Carnifex <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, if that's an option, I could, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind doing that. I guess that could technically so, get me working for Anwir. So what is the plan here exactly? I, I climb into the window. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 
Do you want to just see the man or what? Uh, to get to him or to... I don't quite understand. From what I'm understanding, from what I'm getting from everyone's suggestions is, and from what we've been told in general, is that the chances of us being able to convince this Anwar to just let us go is pretty unlikely. So right. we're going to have to either way get through that portal without permission. Right. Um, I think that's the end goal, regardless of what we do in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, the middle part, I think we have two options, maybe three. Um, we sneak in. Um, because of the people we have that have flights, we will most likely just be able to fly over the wall and hope that our friend here, you say, Luthela, Luthaili, I'm sorry, I'm I'm old, I'm beyond my years. She goes, no, um, no, no, keep going, keep going. Yes, uh, and hope that she's able to open a door. If not, we'll try out the windows, most likely the higher ones, because they're, I suppose, less likely to be um, enchanted in any way. Um, the other option is what um, Mirage suggested. It's a much more longer process, maybe safer, but we either coax him up by killing the champions and then fight um and we're and if we get him out of the way which i'll be honest unlikely um we can then just go into the estate unimpeded or i try to be a candidate for one of um, and champions and because of that i'll technically be under contract by and and have access to the rest of the estate, and that can just walk us through. Oh, and we'll be like your pit crew. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I've never seen a Troja before, but uh, you mentioned kind of sneaking inside or something. Uh, three of you have wings, right? Couldn't you just say that we have three Celestials and we can go inside and present them to him and then from there talk? I mean, yes. I'm afraid of these things called magical cuffs. I know that sounds odd after having first met me, but um, I don't want to be impeded if he knows that we're celestials and have that be our downfall. Right. Considering one of the champions fed off one yesterday morning in the arena. Yeah. I don't know how much you could do to stop I'm that from happening. Amenable I mean, to be used as bait, but... I would really like some guarantees that I don't end up like my cousin on the sands of that arena. Yeah. I mean, what other choice do you have, really? I, I like the not getting caught one and sneaking in and just, you know, poofing out of there. <clears throat> okay. There's less of a chance that. of my head getting chopped off. Right. I am fine with anything. I was just thinking outside the house. Ah, yeah. <laughs> outside the house. <laughs> but if that's the decision, I, I well, I, I'm I, good bait. My only issue um, with that, honestly, um, I try to be a man, my word, and I'm not entirely sure we'd be able to stop and we're from doing honestly anything to you. Right. If we were to take you there, he would like you kill you. Yeah. Um. 
no offense to all of you, but uh, how sneaky are you? You don't look very sneaky. Let me check my spells real quick. Uh, <laughs> not very sneaky. Right. I mean, I could do it, but uh, I mean, then I would be gone and you'd still be here. I I think I can be sneaky. <laughs> not 20, I'm going to use it when it happens. <laughs> I can, I think I can be sneaky where I need to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he he does have guards in in the house. Um, you're more than likely to to run into some of them. Uh, yeah, I think a fight is bound to happen regardless. It's just how many of them, right? We can avoid. Right. Right. Mm. Um, you didn't see any anyone else coming, Dwin, when you were up there. Uh, not that I know of, do I roll a perception in adv- uh, or a history because I have to remember now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, you can just roll a perception. You have a baseline that you're going to get here. Um, it's, it's, yeah. 21. No, no one, no one had been, as far as you know, from the roof when you were there, had been making their way in this direction. Um, that's a really good perception. I try. There, you could see from where you're at, people are moving in and out of the city, but no one has like gone so far as to go into the woods and like travel towards the like the cottage, right? You can see that things are still happening in the city, but as of right now, no one has made their way over here. I like the idea of finding and taking care of the champions, but isn't that just going to incur the ire of this city? And we're and be strong, yes? I mean, like, uh, could we fight him? I don't think so. I, I don't know. How much does he like that brandy, as I look to... Oh, um... I... Well enough. I'm, I'm not sure, um... Just trying to see if there's anything that we could use as um, a distraction when we do our Trojan horse, oh. or if we do our Trojan horse. Oh, um, well, he does receive shipments of, of various foods and, and wines and things. Uh, that particular type of brandy comes in every once in a while. He never personally accepts any of the shipments. Um, that's that's fine. Um, do you normally know how he... Uh, allows that past security and where they normally oh, park uh, the cart and things like that. They go through the guard's gate um, and then they will unload into one of the uh, the lower basement doors. Asana. I imagine they're searched before they're Yes, in. Uh, indeed. And they must be from the approved locations previous, so no unknown vendors and things like that. Yeah, you have to be careful with that kind of stuff. Hmm. Right, someone might try to poison your things. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. Actually, quite jealous of security. Hmm. He's, he's pretty good at it. There's a reason for it all, really. He's been preparing, much as his siblings have, for the inevitable war against heaven. 
And so, things have been taken more and more seriously in the recent times. Question for the DM, because Brain, mm. the portal is in his estate, right? Indeed. Thank you. Yep. And, uh, sorry, when we find this portal, does anybody know how to use it? No. Anybody? Yeah, Zephyr shakes his head. I wound up here on accident. Uh, I definitely don't know how to use any of those on purpose. Hmm. Then uh, it sounds like we'll have to find some way of ingratiating ourselves with this. And we're... The brandy idea I like, but just how much brandy does this thing like, you know? And I feel like that's kind of hard in our current state. Right. I'm... I'm... I... Uh... Correct me if I'm wrong, you say yeah. But do you think they like brandy enough to let four, five, I guess six souls out of hell for brandy? Probably not. No, um, not after um, any like looks at Zephyr. Not after all of this. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. Um, and to be fair, I mean, they drank that other Celestia-like brandy, so, you know, it's stronger stuff. Yeah. I think if we're going to go for ingratiating ourselves to Anwir, the only idea I can think of is trying to become champions. In the arena? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how do we do that? I turn to Zephyr. Well, what? Do you know how champions are chosen? Oh, um... The arena, mostly, uh... They fight their way up from the bottom ranks, and... Eventually, one of the champions sent to the other planes is brought back and is challenged. And if they lose, then a new champion is crowned. If they win, the formal champion, then no new champion is crowned. There are only 10 champions at any given time. Hmm. <sighs> and how do we find this uh, mistress, the, the orc lady? Uh... Uh, what's that name again? <laughs> yeah, the magistrate. Uh, yeah, Briga. I, how, how do we find her? Her name was on this letter over here. Oh, um, maybe you know, like to find some official way of getting into this thing. I don't know if going to the arena and just seeing a whole bunch of people all glossy eyed is going to help us much. Yeah, um. Brika has offices in the guard's house of the estate, uh, and as well as, uh, well, there is a bit of a small prison that she has access to as well and has offices there. If you were to 
look for her. I think most of you have this, like, fuzzy memory of actually being inside the large guardhouse, gatehouse, where you got the original contract from. Yeah. Are you sure that, um, Dwayne, are you sure that the magistrate's gonna be happy to see us? Heck if I know. <laughs> I am a new hire. Um, I don't know. Zephyr, do we have to go through someone like the magistrate to apply? Huh. to enter the arena or... oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I've, I've never tried to enter the arena I tend to stay out of hell as much as possible you know not really welcome <clears throat> so much down here uh, Luthalea speaks and says, I actually know how that works uh, they have some open tryouts occasionally we, we used to, to bake um treats and things for all the would-be champions um, uh, before they stepped into the arena. A lot of the early rounds, um, it's figured out pretty quickly who's going to make it and, and who's not. A, a lot of them end in, in really no bloodshed as people find out they don't have the stomach to, to fight. The later rounds, however, only end in death. And the consumption of the essence of the person who dies. Fun! And, uh, is it all duels, or can we go in as a group? Um, I, I, I don't know. They, they do have group fights, like, between, like, a, a melee. I'm not sure. A team. I don't know if they've ever party. had teams. Uh, me and Lenore, and even the Lanth. Should we even be doing this because of the... Yeah, that is very much out in the open. It's in something like an arena. I suppose, yes, but it would also make you, you know, like, yeah, a, a better kind of spectacle, right? The three uh, feathered people fighting for their lives and freedom. I don't know. I'm just out here by the window, and I'm just going to go behind the window again. Okay. It sounded like a good idea to me. I, 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 I... <laughs> well, my my wings are technically not visible all the time, um, but I'm maybe more concerned about fighting in the arenas being revealed as a celestial. Also, uh, well, it's worth a shot. I mean, like it's just an idea. Right now, we're just planning. I guess. This is, this is what planning's for. <laughs> okay. If, uh, if, if we just get one of us ingratiated, could we not just... Yeah. Hey, the, the champions you like me? are, are allow, allowed to have guests at the estate. Hmm. Well, uh... Dwayne does not necessarily... I, I am just a tabaxi. <laughs> uh... I don't have feathers, so I don't know if I can be a champion of sorts. If Onifix uh, the champion does have a ring to it, though. It does. Look at that shell and the nudity <laughs> uh, of the man. He's always naked. Uh, <laughs> so uh, primal. Right. <laughs> we, we just don't need clothes like everyone else does. We self-regulate our temperature for most the most part. So, um, But uh, yes, thank you. 
Um, I, like I said before, I'm entirely fine with challenging anyone in the arena and becoming a champion to see if that can get us a, an easier ticket into their state. I'll right. see what I can do. Right. Uh, okay. Because if you want to do this stealth thing, uh, I'll have to test you because you're all clunky. No, no offense. Uh, no, none uh, taken. Yeah, no, none taken. Okay. So does that sound like the plan? I don't think we've actually come up with the plan that we are sticking with, have we, yet? I, I, I thought we were sticking with the arena plan. Okay, yes, I'll... Yes. Carnifix the champion. Mm. Win something big party at the estate. Right. Yes. I'll I'll uh, I'll buy churros and cheer you on. What? <laughs> what a rose. Okay. I um, mean, that's great. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, having a bit of a plan. Are we going to head back into the city and see what we can find? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Are we just going to walk straight up into the front door? Should the... probably change. I will get I out of this bear rug into something else. Yeah, Luthor is. Oh, that's right. And she like goes in and gets you actual clothes. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have anything that fits you, Carnifex. But here, and like she goes and like helps Lenore change. <laughs> and you've got like you you basically are just like wearing some very modest, regular clothing, uh, and that's that's it. You don't have your armor. Don't have weapons. Uh, I give her like five javelins. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can Just use these. them out. From my like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. Cartoon like invisible pocket stars pull it out from behind them. We're like, where did you? Yeah. Where did you keep all I, of them? I think Zetha unbelts his short sword. Right, he has oh, his long sword cool. and his short sword. The, just kidding. The dead I guys outside have, have weapons. You have an extra long sword. <laughs> Give her the sword, <laughs> Mirage. <laughs> so what are you doing? Oh I apologize. I Here's a bunch of pointy sticks. <laughs> I could give you a sword. <laughs> I read the numbers Dwayne. wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dwayne made a very good point, though. The people in the shed probably have weapons on them that they we do. can just... Yeah, if you bit wanna... stinky, but yes. Bit stinky. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I was in there. Don't want to tell anyone about that. Oh, and I think at, at this point, like, while we're, like, preparing to leave, Luthor is like, did anyone, um, happen to, to see a, a small chest, um, somewhere full of, of silver coins? Um... I'm just gonna look at... <laughs> did anyone um i was um it was kind of my life savings and, and you know we were attacked yesterday did anyone see them death savings take it De death save death savings uh no what what what, what? um so what? no no one's Okay, um, it might have made our, our time a little bit easier in the city, um, but that's that's okay. That's okay. We can we can still make it. Um, uh, lucky for you, the people outside had a lot of money on them. Oh, oh, that's 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 good. That's that's good. Yes. Um, Here, they uh, I can share with you, and I give her a hundred of them. Oh, um, right. Thank you. 
You're welcome. She ties it to her like little satchel. She puts it in there. Right. Okay. Um, oh, if you if you see a small wooden trunk, um, just just let me know and um. Oh, I'll keep right. it. Yeah, Maybe you. they had it outside. I'll look for it. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, you're right. So um, I guess we'll get going. How do you want to go back? Are we walking? Are we attempting to fly? It was a rather conspicuous way of escaping the city in the yeah. daytime. Um, I mean, Dwin did see people walking in and out of the city, so it's not like they've slammed the gates shut or anything like that. Before we go, I want to change my clothes to one of the stinky ones. You want to go get some stinky clothes? Yes. Yeah, all right. You get a couple of stinky clothes. Um, For you, you're rather... Aren't you tall? I am tall, but I don't stand at my full height. Right, right, right. If you've played World of Warcraft, you know, the trolls, the male trolls, they kind of they hunch, hunch like over. The time, yeah. Um, a lot of the clothes wears like crop tops on you if you <laughs> choose to wear it because they're very small. Dwayne is big about 80s fashion. Nice. Time. Yeah, all right. <laughs> really shows off his tabaxi muscles, too, because the sleeves are rather short. Um, yeah, looking pretty good. They are stinky, though. Unfortunately, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do we want to proceed back? As bakers, uh, I'm just gonna be up front. I'm I'm pretty much naked. Um, or or there we are could, no disguises uh, I can wear. Well, maybe we should get something to match. Stinky girls. Uh. Mm. Stinky clothes. If I have to. They're ripe. Uh, that they are. <laughs> we can wash them before we leave. Uh, Good idea. We just enter the city as we intend to go to the arena with you as the champion is fanfare. Oh, so we're going to be loud about it? I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm entirely fine with that. I don't see why we don't just walk into the town. Yeah, but like not trying to be sneaky, being, you know, if we draw all the attention to, to Carnifex and, you know, and we're heading confidently and strolling our way to the arena, you know, make it very pointed that champion, this is a champion walking down the street. It's Carnifex. Do you have, uh, I turn to the baker and I say, do you have any bigger? Not robes, but like curtains or like bed sheets or something. Uh, uh, we can fashion some of the curtains as 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 something for him. Oh, a robe of like some a kind. big regal cloak. I can hold the train right. behind him. Yes, and a couple, couple tassels maybe. Right. Yes. Uh, um, these red ones, and she like goes over. She's like she's got like red curtains, golden tassels on. It. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, we could put something to together. I think. Uh, right. And then black wings and white wings can hold the, the train behind him, like he's some kind of bride of death. And then we'll go inside, and then people will be like, "Wow, look at this guy!" And I will hide, so you know, if you guys can't, I will die. hide. Uh, the, okay, yeah. The group I'll wait that, for that part. yeah, the group that came, did all their cloaks match? Uh, they were all very similar, um, but they didn't like; they weren't matching. Um, they were some of them were in various different states of like repair, but they did have very similar style cloaks. Yes. 
We could just walk in. Yes. I mean, the fanfare and all of that will happen after I win all of my matches. True. When? When? When's a good... Yes, when you win the matches. Yeah, yes, why do you seem uncertain about that? Just what we witnessed last time we were in the arena. It was... Yeah, but I, I wasn't in there fighting, so... That's true. That's it's true. fine. He doesn't have to fight a cowman until he's killed like at least twenty people. They're good, right? Well, they're good. Not sure about him. You'll see. I mean, I I, I don't know. You know, like uh, apparently he's the strongest. I don't know for sure. I don't want to try it out. I'm not a duelist, but uh, that wasn't a call out. I'm just saying. Okay. No, no, it's fine. All right, yes. Stick at Just joking, just joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so That's we just want to walk. All right. We'll do that after we take our little break here. We're going to head back into the main city here and attempt to make Carnifex a champion. Yeah. <laughs> what, what could possibly ever go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We it's will a be foolproof plan. Right back <laughs> after our break here. Thanks for tuning in to the first half of Dive Hall Presents Ruin Crimson. See you in a bit. Welcome back, everyone, to Dive Hall Presents Ruin Crimson. We're going to go make Carnifex champion. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, uh, and our and our small our little family grows slightly larger this day, in the inclusion of another companion here, Luthalite, the former baker slash poisoner, who may or may not poison us in our sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Over breakfast, right? Over breakfast. What's well, a little I didn't poison? Eat, by the way. Amongst you didn't eat. Okay. Okay. No, I, have, I have rations or something. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Taking advantage of the <laughs> rations. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The second she said she started poisoning people, I'm not going to lie. I didn't eat anything that she made. Wow. Carnifex is still alive. Uh, yeah. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Part of poison. You know, don't, you don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it doesn't affect turtles the same way. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what we found out. Yeah. Um, okay. Excellent. So we. Carnifex is a poison type, what? He's a poison type. <laughs> he's a war turtle, so technically uh, his statue is just a water type. But I think poison types are like half as effective against water types. Yes. If I'm correct. Yeah. yeah. That, sound, that sounds right. It uh, dilutes the poison? I, yeah, I'm making stuff up now. Oh, it's no. totally fine. <laughs> when your, your blood's made of water, right? Uh, okay, so we start heading back. Uh, it's, it's easy enough to, like, know where the city is and how to get back there and all of that kind of stuff. But what I would like from everyone is a perception check. Mm, mm. Oh, those are good. 19. Wow, wow. 21. I pressed it twice somehow. <laughs> oh. 21, 17, 18, 18. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's dope. Um, so you start heading back. And you reach uh, this this little bridge 
Let's bridge over some troubled, troubled water. And you note something approaching in the distance. Not just one something, but quite a few somethings wearing armor that shines in the sun. And they seem to have this like reddish tint to their skin and these long pointed ears, black hair. And you see walking amongst them an enormous man with the head of a lion uh. heading this direction. With those perception checks, you have spotted him much before he has actually reached the bridge itself. But uh, he's here. And he is heading this way. Has he seen us? Let's find out. Oh, God. <laughs> well, uh, this makes things easy, doesn't it? We can just... Yeah, you know. yeah we just do the thing, and uh, yeah, they're approaching the bridge that you're on right now. Um, And I think he does not notice. Oh. But one of his scouts does. Oh, God damn it. There's a whistle from the north side of the river, and you can see another one of these red hobgoblins standing there and then like they all stop on the far side of the bridge um you have time here to make a decision on what you want to do but it's got to be quick well we want to fight in the arena but they've already attacked us so I don't know Um, Uh, uh, these might not know who we are they the, just the, the lion head is definitely anywhere, right? Is oh, yeah, yeah. He's huge. Yeah, okay, cool. He's, yeah you can <laughs> notice him. This is like big old mane dreadlocks and stuff. He's a massive like, dude. Impress him? I'll see what I can he do. You could act like your celestial servants if he has a problem with it. He did, yes. Uh, okay, but I'm just going to tell him that one and I'm going to challenge their champion. I'm, that's what we're doing, right? I will hide. Yeah, I'm that's, pretty that's, sure he's the rest of the short game. of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Conifex is going to... Uh, he's going to yell across to Anweir. Okay. I hear that you uh, recruit or look for candidates to be new champions. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, you know what? Let's just do this, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Uh. This brings back memories. Man, what is it with you guys in bridges, huh? Am I right? <laughs> we need to start just burning some of these down. That same. I'm trying to get <laughs> both of you in the in the same frame here, so I'm gonna move you forward so we can see both of you at the same time. Uh, yeah, it's fine. He won't probably <laughs> hurt you. Okay. Really? So you yell out to him. What did you say again? As I was getting us all over here. Yeah. Um. I hear you're, you look for new candidates to be champions. Well, I would like to throw my name into the ring or the arena. That's actually where we're heading to now. He like sniffs the air a bit here. He looks at you. You are rather small. Do you think that you have a chance against any of the current champions? I don't know. I haven't seen most of them. I heard there's, what, 10? Um, I think I only had the pleasure of seeing one. Um, I think we have enough time. Yeah, I could take 
him on. Hmm. Luthere, come out from where you're hiding. And we watch as an owl comes flying down and lands on his shoulder. Very similar owl to uh, who we saw last night. Luthalay the owl, I told you, the owl. Steps up. Lord Anweir, it's a pleasure to see you again. And Anweir doesn't address her, but looks at Carnifex. You travel with a traitor. Might you explain yourself? We don't know these lands or how things function very well. So we were just going with them to give us a lay of the land, how things work here. They're actually how we found out about this whole champion thing, which is like I said, why we're heading there now. Hmm. Is that right? Lutherle, what game are you playing at? You wouldn't have had anything to do with the loss of my hunters, would you? And she, like, she won't look up at him, and you see that she is shaking in front of you on this side of the bridge. Is that what they were, the ones that were coming after us? Is that you sent them? Coming after us? Hmm. You were originally tasked to bring a celestial in. It seems that you awoke to your decisions and decided not to follow through? Yes, I... I chose not to. Hmm. Everyone else just... I forced them along. I can smell them, you know. I can smell heaven on them. You have more than one. Fine. You want your chance at a champion. I'll give it to you. But I will be taking them one way or another. He takes one big claw in front of him and swirls it around. And from black smoke in the center of the bridge outsteps the Minotaur that you saw in the arena. You want to take a champion's spot? Here's your chance. But I can assure you, your friends and their delicious divinity will not be leaving. And he turns around and yells over his shoulder, Handle it! And bring me their heads when you're done. And he is going to just start walking away. And a couple of these hobgoblins are going to start going with him. And I think on that note, as the Minotaur paws at the uh, the ground here, 
breathing heavily through his nostrils, pulling out his great axe. I'm gonna need you guys to roll me some initiative, please. The moment he appeared and put out his great axe, kind of signed my weapon as well. Oh, he just pulls it out. Yeah, you can draw your weapon for sure. Yeah, my weapon is a summon, so I have to like actually mm -hmm. summon it. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Don't forget to click your thingy. Don't forget to click the thingy. Warpick. Awesome. Oh, Mirage, that's a 22. Oh my goodness. 21. All right, Chad, I'm going to try and uh, get this where you can see everyone. 17. As he, like, um, oh god, I forgot. He's naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he just, like, gets his hand and bites into it and draws blood, and you just see the blood form into a, just a large pickaxe that he holds and points at the Minotaur. Okay. All right. Uh, excellent. Let's see. Who do I got in here? Okay. My turn. Hang on. We'll get the Minotaur boy on here first. And then got ourselves a couple of these hobgoblins. So as they start to move away, you can see that it looks like five or six of them remain. Um, so the Minotaur is absolutely not alone. And they begin to draw out these bows from their backs here. Uh, looking like they're just planning to fire across the, uh, the river here. We'll go ahead and just get them on. All right. I don't think anyone's going to beat Mirage here. I will check in just a moment. Uh, so Mirage, what do you think you want to do here? Ooh, yeah, 22 at the top. I have two options. Both of them are not very smart. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use my movement. Actually, no, full to just dash action, 60 feet. Oh, Jesus, okay. We're in it. Look, and as I'm running past Convex, I'll try to distract him and take him down as many as much as possible. You've got this. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. The hobgoblins just start firing at you as you start running across. Uh, just going to pull the longbow and go. It's a 22 to hit, yep. uh, which will do so for six points of piercing damage. And then Dwin. Dwin, I've got you hiding back here. I just made the assumption okay. that you are indeed stealth because you never roll low. So like you're just back here. <laughs> always invisible. Always, always invisible. Always yes. So now I am going to, I guess, attack or something. I now have the sharpshooter feet so I can shoot sharply. And uh, hmm, I don't have a natural 20 on me, so I'm just going to attack with my short bow. At the... Uh, I guess I'll attack the Minotaur or something. Okay. Violating the terms of the duel already, Dwin. Okay, all right, okay, fine. Fine, I'll shoot the hobgoblin in the face, one that's aiming at me at the... Yeah, this one over here, 100 feet yes. away. Uh, I have sharpshooter. Yeah, sharpshooter, yeah, you're shooter. good. Look at you. Yeah. Go okay. ahead and roll at advantage. He has no idea that you're there. Okay, so... Uh, I guess... Roll... 
Uh, the 18. Okay, I don't know how to roll with advantage with this. It's okay, we got game. 18 and 10. I can, I can see both of them here. Um, oh. So okay. the 18 will just hit past the armor of the hobgoblin. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll take that as 10 piercing and 6 sneak attack damage, which is enough to shoot this dude in the face and he dies. Oh. Well, that was nice. Um, okay. I think that I will also check my feats and stuff. Um, yes. So, uh, it's a waste because he's already dead. I'll, I'll wait. Okay. Uh, this one here. Now, seeing his friend get shot, it's going to absolutely fire back. I mean, uh, God. Yep, you are behind cover, and with that cover, it is going to fuck directly into it uh, and not be able to do anything there. It's going to start moving around this way to try and see if he can't break that. Carnifex, it's your turn. Um, I think... Oh, what am I going to do? So, he's going to immediately take a step this way um and then i don't know if i actually have this let me just check real quick no i don't okay so and he's gonna immediately cast um core frost on his um war pick as you just see the the weapon made of blood the solidified blood freeze over at the pointed end and then he's gonna point it at this um Minotaur and uh, am I just gonna run into you know, run into melee with a Minotaur? Yeah, you know what? I might. Uh, now I'll cast Eldritch Blast. Um, okay, yeah, I was tempted, I was thinking about it. Um, does a does that hit? 26. Yeah, 26 so. will definitely hit. Yeah, he's he's a big, beefy boy, but he's not wearing any armor, right? He's just like yeah. this thick minotaur with a big ol' axe for six points of damage. Yeah, absolutely. Is that adding? Oh, that's not six. It'll be 11 because it's meant to add my... Um, I got agonizing blast. It's meant to add my charisma. Oh, you have agonizing. Okay. Yeah. So I need to actually fix that. Okay. 11 total. Got it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, a couple of these hobgoblins are going to go here. Uh, be... Roger, in the middle of the middle of the road, they're going to fire off two shots here. One will miss. One is a nat 20 and will hit for eight points of piercing damage as another arrow finds the mark here. Uh, Who are they aiming for? Mirage. Oh, the okay. one up top, however, is um, going to shoot a Luthali. It's going to hit. Oh. It's gonna hit her for nine piercing damage, and she uh, she goes down from the arrow. Okay, Lenore, it is your turn. Stuff. Dibs on her. You already took everything. Oh my god! Lenore's <laughs> <laughs> gonna run up to Luthley and Tunes. Uh, okay. Five points. Okay. Five points return to her, and she <coughs> coughs herself back awake uh, and looks up at Caesar and says, Ow. Ow. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Hide, hide in the, the, the trees or something. Right. Right. Uh, and she, like, gets up and stumbles southward towards the tree line. 
Okay. Uh, Lenore, you have more movement remaining if you'd like to use it in your bonus action. Yes, she'll just move up to here. And, um... Oh, no, she looks fine. Okay. Uh, the one far south here is also going to shoot at Mirage. Just, but will miss though. As Mirage nimbly dodges out of the way. It is now the Minotaur's turn, and the Mirage, you are right between the Minotaur and his target. Real quick, I'm gonna say, do you dare? <laughs> you do. <laughs> Oh, and he's going to just start charging forward. Uh, he lowers his head. Um, and his, his attempt is to go through you. Do you want to oh, eat boy. the attack or attempt to dodge it? I would like to attempt to dodge. In fact, I would like to bamp my wings out, attempt to roll off the bridge. Okay. Uh, roll me a dexterity. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. I would like to nat 20 it. Okay. <laughs> Good plan. As he is going yeah. straight through as you... Dodge off the bridge here. He's going straight forward at Carnifex uh, yeah. and is going to attempt to hit you with his horns. He rolls a 19 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. It will hit for 17 piercing damage. 17. And I need you okay. to roll a strength saving throw. Strength. Okay. Uh, I'll do the strength first. Oh, my strength is not very high. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> oh no! Okay, 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 okay. Um, you get hit by the horns, and he lifts up, and you get th thrown into the water, going splashing into the river below here, and are knocked Ooh. prone. So for the time being, like yeah. the wind's knocked out of you, and you just hit the water. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Chad. For deep is the... how deep is it? Yeah. Uh, well, you don't immediately touch the bottom, so. Okay. Deeper than your body for the moment. Uh, nat 20 for Dwin. So we've got one of those in the pocket here. I'm going to go ahead and Ooh. add that. And then we used one for Kayla here. Okay, cool. So let me grab. Ooh, I've got one sitting in my pocket and I totally forgot about it. <laughs> All right, so Mario, you've got a nat 20 in your pocket there too. Mirage. Okay. Top of the order. You have moved out of the way, but you hear the impact of Carnifex getting hit by this Minotaur and tossed into the river. Oh, Connie. And I just go fly over to him and I... Permission to Princess Carrie. Um... <laughs> yeah, okay. Um... He's like in the water, just like... <laughs> You're amphibious, right? Like you can breathe yeah, underwater. Can breathe underwater. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. Well, I was gonna plop you back onto the bridge so you can go back into your. I'm want to see fine. I want to see so fine with that. Okay. Like, I'm yes, gonna please. use my movement to get to this guy because that's 30 feet right there from where I was, and I'm gonna go ahead and attempt to swing on him. Okay. Let's go over here, and it's gonna be a two-handed longsword. Good Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, unfortunately with a nine, he kind of just moves out of the way of your first strike here uh, and then tosses his bow down to the side and draws his own sword. And just cause I'm gonna go ahead and use light of hope. I'm just gonna kind of beam with a bright light as I take uh, as many hit points equal to my level. And now that we leveled up, that's four. So yeah. there you go. 
And then that ends my turn. Okay. Uh, that hobgoblin's dead. Dwin, what do you want to do? Okay, okay, right, well... Oh, I'm running out of people in front of me to tank this thing. <laughs> I don't want to piss it off. But I'm going to piss it off. I'm going to peek out this way, because I know this guy on the top side is looking at me. Uh-huh. I'm going to aim my crossbow at the Minotaur, because he broke the rules of the duel by trying to charge through the lady. And, uh, I'm going to shoot at him. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, okay. All right. Sharpshooter. Uh, okay. So. Wait. Yes. The, the sharpshooter bonus. Yes. Yeah, I don't think that doubles. I think it's just a dice. Yeah, it's just base. It'll just add the 10. He just can't miss, right? So yeah. what I need is just roll the shortbow and the damage uh, twice. And we'll just sub- okay. and we'll subtract anything that's not a die roll out of it uh, on the second one. <laughs> the nat one, love that. Okay, so the first is a nine, six, so it's 15. Uh, so it'll be 19, 19 plus three, so 22 plus your sharpshooter, so 32 points. I think I mathed that out right. Okay. 32 total points of damage as you hit this dude in the neck with an arrow. Okay. Uh, she did it! <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, whips around and just giant neck muscles. Little arrow just stuck in it there. Bonus <laughs> action to hide. Okay, roll myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, 16. Okay, excellent. Uh, this one here, Lenore, you are moving across, so he's going to start taking shots at you. Uh, it will be a 16 to hit without any of your armor here. That does hit for two points of piercing damage. Carnifex, you are in the water. Yes. Um, so Car- the moment like Carnifex took like that damage, took like the horn mm-hmm. to the gut, um, you see the war pick in his hand like pulse and then change shape again. And oh, it became a scythe. And in his hands, he's holding a scythe about as long as him. Again, made of just solidified blood with um, a frosted over uh, blade. And I think he uh, slowly stands up and cracks his back. Um, as you know, you said I don't really hit the ground, the bottom, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm you, kind of like you're, you're like, right now, you're kind of just like in the water. If you go anywhere back, you're going to start touching land pretty quickly. The thing is, you're moving. This river yeah. is flowing. So yeah. like during your turn, you're just moving back like this. Okay. Um, okay, in that case, um, wait, I'm gonna put my thumb right here. I'm gonna start, take a step back so I can at least get like some footing um, mm-hmm. down. Yeah, kind of um, brace yourself against the river here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll take uh, another step. I don't know, I really wanna fight this thing. I don't wanna sla- slash at it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take another step back. And then um, on myself, I'm gonna cast. Um, on my blade, I'm gonna cast darkness. And you just see from the tip of my blade, it a uh, 15 foot radius ball sphere of darkness just appears around me. Um, and that's gonna be the end of my turn as- um, This is magical darkness, correct? So yep. it is, uh, you are very much obscured in here. Yep. Okay. But I can see perfectly. Uh, all right. He himself in the water. Yeah. 
He inked. <laughs> he inked. Uh, okay, cool. Excellent. The uh, ooh, next one up. Oh, my turner busted. Son of a bitch. It's fine. Uh, Carnifex is the hobgoblin. Okay, sorry, I had to reset that chat. Uh, we've got two with the make with the bow and the arrow at at yeah okay. Fortunately, these are both going at Lenore here. Uh, the 17 will end up hitting. The 10 will miss. The 17 hits uh, for four piercing damage as you now take the second arrow here, Lenore. It is your turn. What was that last one that hit? Uh, a 17. That was a 17? Yes. Okay, uh, I would have done a reaction shield. Okay. And that would put me at 18 AC. Okay. Get 18 until your next turn. Well, technically your reaction resets right now. (laughs) So your reaction resets right now. So you you basically block it and then it's your turn. And that's totally good with me. Um, Oh man, I am all by myself. <laughs> I am going to cast Blade Ward. And okay. oh dear. Can I just step to the side? Okay, the end of your turn, you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, damage, double by weapon attacks. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so on the next one here, the one up to the furthest portion to the north. Um, let's see. Okay. He knows you're there. You do have cover. I am one with the tree in the leaves. Yes, so it is a difficult shot for him, but he's going to try and <laughs> pin you down here. Uh, he does roll a 20. Uh, three quarters cover. How three much quarters is plus five. So it is exactly at your AC with three quarters. Bah humbug. Bah humbug <laughs> for seven points. As he finds you amongst the trees and the leaves. Uh, okay, the other two here. One to the south has pulled out the sword uh, and will utilize it in a two-handed fashion and will end up missing Mirage. So no good on the hit against Mirage there. The other one with the longbow is going to take a shot over at Lenore. Uh, and we watch as he rolls double nat ones and his string snaps and he no longer has a oh longbow to function. Beautiful. Uh, Zephyr's like, wow, I totally forgot I was in the initiative for this. I should do something. <laughs> uh, and yells at Lenore and says, uh, Lenore, Lenore, what am I doing? What am I doing? Uh. Take out the, the, the other little things. Other little things. Other little things. Uh, and he will take to the sky and fly. Yeah, he'll have to dash, but he will end up on the far side drawing his sword. Okay. The Minotaur, however, does not have an immediate target except for one person. <laughs> Hello, Lenore. Hi. Uh, no. And he stomps forward. 
Wow, this guy really sucks at dueling. <laughs> right? I'm I right didn't even in. do the compelled duel. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and is going to raise his great axe and yep. rolls a 20. Yep. And that 20? No, no. I just went with regular okay. 20 here. For I was, I was 20 <laughs> slashing damage, the great axe comes down on you. So 10 because of Blade Ward. Yep. Reduced oh, as it's kind of knocked to the side by your magical ward, uh, reducing the amount of damage that you take there, fortunately. Uh, and it bellows in your face angrily. Mirage, it is your turn. I would like to attempt to hit the hobgoblin in front of me. Yes, absolutely. Again, two-handed. My gods. That's, um, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it, Mirage. That's an 11. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to lay on hands myself then. Okay. Or, <laughs> uh, lay on hands is an so action. Is that... Oh, not a bonus action. Not a bonus action. Steps. That'll end my turn. Okay. Dwin. <sighs> okay, okay, He okay. somehow found a way to shoot you. What do you want to do? I am going to find a way to shoot him back with my bow. So I'll uh, roll it. Okay. Um, he knows you're there. Unfortunately, the 10 is not going to be enough to get through the oh. armor there as he steps to the side. Um, question for you, though. Okay. Uh, the optional aim feature, did you take that? A feature, no. Okay. Okay. Just thought I would ask. I don't know what that is. Uh, so as a rogue with a introduced in Tasha's, you can sacrifice your movement and use your bonus action to give yourself advantage on a strike. Oh. And it's called aim. In that case, yes, I did. Okay. Roll it again. Okay. <laughs> it just means you can't move, you can't hide, you can't do any of that stuff. You just right. take your shot, and then that's the turn. But it guarantees advantage. With an 11, unfortunately, still not going to work. And it guarantees the advantage and the application of your sneak attack exactly. if you do yeah. hit. So that's kind of the importance with it there. Just I unfortunately see. can't do anything else after you do it. So. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, that will still miss the... I'm grabbing up here. Doesn't want to shoot through his Minotaur, buddy, so he's going to shoot down um, to the south here, where Mirage is. And he will miss, fortunately, pretty heavily here. Carnifex, you're in the water. It's dark. What do you want to do? I mean, I can see great. Yes. Yeah. For us, me. though, in our camera, it's dark. It's very yeah. dark. We can't see um, any of this. So as Carnifex, like, slowly starts walking out of out of the water, up the bank, the darkness follows him because mm -hmm. he casted it on his scythe. Um, he's going to use his bonus action um, to stack a bit more damage on this scythe before you finally hits and yeah. uses um, Gift of the Chromatic Dragon. And out of the darkness, you just see an uh, astral projection of a uh, dragon's head just burst out and roar and then seep back into his staff as uh, now his staff is an extra 1d4. I want to choose thunder damage okay um and that's a bonus action and then he's gonna walk up to this um the the frost portion of that was like a non-concentration thing as well yeah. okay i yeah. just want to make sure 
Yeah. Um, so he walks up to him because his scythe is a reach weapon. He's going to stay 10 feet back. And as he swipes at this um, minotaur, he's going to cast um, Booming Blade. Okay. So you take your next couple steps up. Jesus. A lot of... Uh... A lot of stuff going on there, huh? This does, yep. however, put Lenore <laughs> into the darkness itself. Um, that is that is fair. Okay. And um, booming blade. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, let me get that real quick. Booming blade. That rolled a twenty-three. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll hit. Um, so because I'm using my oh, actually, I get advantage because he can't see me. Mm-hmm. But I can see him. So just in case it doesn't have one. Nope. Okay. Yeah, so 24. Same thing. Um, so uh, roll 20 is really weird with this. Um, because the size that deals 2d4 plus 5 damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that was a crit. Um, but okay, that's... Um, so the scythe damage here is 11, right? Yeah. Uh, um, the cold damage is 3. The thunder damage uh, will apply if he moves, right? Yes. Oh, no. Um, the thunder damage from Booming Blade will apply if he moves, but right. from the Chromatic Gift... Chromatic oh, that's... Okay, gift, two separate things. It. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so which one's the Chromatic Gift one? There's a lot of thunder damage on here. Yep. Yeah, uh, sorry. I didn't realize how messy this would be on okay. roll 20. So um, I'll go with the 11 damage was, the, was from the scythe. Mm-hmm. Two would be from the lightning, and okay. then two would be from the cold. So 16 damage in total. Okay. Deal 16 damage to the Minotaur here with your scythe slashing out. Uh, and I think I have you like one too far back here, right? Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he is also um, in the darkness. Yeah. And then I'm going to take several steps back. Um, actually, how much movement do I have left? Do that's have it. You are spent. That's it? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's enough for me. Then I just stay there. Okay. As I wait for him to move. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me just go ahead and get all of that in there. Great. Uh, cool. The hobgoblins. I mean, they're... Oh, he's right next to Zephyr. Never mind. He's going to attack Zephyr. With his long sword here, uh, we'll end up missing. The next one will do the same thing. Long sword will end up missing. Lenore, it is your turn, and it is dark. What do you want to do? Dark. Uh, Sorry. Step into the light. Uh, <laughs> side step there so she can see. Uh, and she's gonna two hand this long sword, and I'm using a nat twenty and divine smite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Fine, 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 fine. Yes. God, who gave those to you? Who would do that? Okay, so... Damage. Yep, you can just do the damage again. Why won't it let me click it? I don't know. It's been doing that recently, where it just, like, auto-rolls the damage rather than having you click, so it's kind of... Hey, look, we'll just take yeah, that one, then. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> 15, and then, all right. <laughs> um, I click, hello, hello. Okay, it doesn't. I'll do it roll up anyway. 2d8 is divine. Yeah, so it'll be 48. 
with the crit. Is, uh, are they a fiend at all? They are not. Not dead? Okay. Didn't think so, but thought I'd ask. Oh, that's so many ones! Oh! <laughs> all right, for six total there, so it'll be 21 total points of damage against the Minotaur here as you strike and smite with your critical hit. He's not down yet, though. Seems pretty ripped up from the last two attacks here. Okay. Uh, Lenore, anything else? Bonus actions or otherwise? Nope. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. The Hobgoblin to the north is this. We're just in a, we're an arrow battle here between each other. <laughs> it's going to shoot down towards Dwin. Does not hit Dwin. Great. We move on to the next one. <laughs> uh, okay. The next two, however, the one towards the south in front of Mirage is going to take their longsword and attempt to strike at you. That is a 14, so it'll just barely miss here. The other one, however, will f make their selves known in front of Zepha and attempt to strike him as well. Uh, Zepha is now getting himself surrounded. That does hit him. Will hit him about six slashing damage here so he is thoroughly embroiled in some fight and he will be able to strike back ah unfortunately he does not hit uh, his first strike will miss his second strike will crit and kill this dude immediately wow that's a lot that's a lot of damage okay good to go nice the minotaur however can't see the dude in the in the darkness. <laughs> but the DM does have a tool for this. Oh wow. I'ma do it. He wades into the dark. And uh, we're gonna use we're gonna use our Nat 20. Uh, yeah. Oh he takes he takes 1d8 damage. Roll it. Seven points of thunder damage. Seven just, points. Boom. It explodes outwards and he roars in pain and then brings his great axe down for 29 total points of damage. I'm down. Oh. The darkness fades. Carnifex collapses to the ground. And the Minotaur turns after that eight points of damage and faces <sighs> poor, poor Lenore. Another nat 20? Oh my God. Did we get another one? Jesus, dude. Yeah. Come on now. All right, everyone roll me a d20. Who's getting it? I rolled in that one. <laughs> Hold on that too. Hey, you're on the ground. Give it to me. Oh, you can use it to get yourself up. Yeah, Carnifex, I think you get this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a now one. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can use that on your uh, death save if you would like to. All right. What does a nat 20 on a death save do? Just two wakes saves? Me up. It, me up. I don't it, know. It, uh, it gives you one HP, you are conscious, and you have your turn. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. so it basically gets you up at that start of your turn there. Mirage, uh, lots of baddies over here. I just am trying to be useful and failing at it. Um, uh, man, I'm going to attempt to swing again. Okay. Oh, why did that not do a thing? Hold on. Momentum Let's do a thing. One. Everything is good. 
21! Oh, yes! Okay, and then bonus action, Wrathful Smite. Okay! Alright, so you cast this with your bonus action. Uh, concentration up to one minute, so the next time you hit, which is this one. Uh, so generally you need to cast these first, just as a heads up. Oh. Not until after butts. you cast, because it is the next melee weapon attack, but it's fine. Uh, your weapon deals an extra d6 of psychic damage, so it does five, so it is 14 total points of damage. We don't, there's no saves to be made here, because he dies. So, <laughs> he gets wrathfully smited and dies to your sword. Uh, and then... DM, I've kind of been embroiled in battle, and mm -hmm. I don't really see what's going on behind me, but I do see that Zephyr is still got a bunch of... A lot uh, of dudes. Yep, a lot of dudes, so I'm going to go ahead and step in to try and assist. Okay, sounds good. Uh, all right, and we will be able to do that on your next go. Uh, Dwin. Okay, so... A long shot here, but I'm going to step out of cover. <gasps> Who is yeah. he? Here's what I'm doing. I'm going to do next. I'm going to uh, take my steady aim bonus action, and then I'm going to uh, say that I'm going to use my uh, uh, feet for shooting, sharpshooter. Okay. And I'm going to roll twice. Okay. And uh, uh, sharpshooter is minus five, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, an 11 is not going to be enough to hit there. Uh, as as a note, when you use aim, you can't have moved at all. Uh, okay. But just, just so you know. Uh, okay. But yes, an 11, unfortunately, will miss. As you take your aim here to try and deal the killing blow to the creature, it flies off into the river. It killed the fish. I'm it killed happy. the fish. <laughs> that fish is very much dead. We should probably pick that up <laughs> later and cook it. Great. Uh, okay. The hobgoblins are going to do their thing. Uh, I think this guy probably thinks that it's pretty well handled down here, right? He's going to fire off a shot at Lenore. Uh, will fortunately miss. And it is now Carnifex's turn. I'm going to use my nat 20 to get right. I'm up. shocked. Um, I'm so shocked. <laughs> You're at one and HP then, and prone on the ground. Yes. Yeah, so I use my scythe to stand myself back up and just say, I'm not fucking done yet. And is I'm your gonna... scythe there? Yes. After it you must, fall? It has to be... Yep. It okay. only disappears after a minute and wow. only six seconds. Okay, cool. Same with the Hoarfrost and um, the... Um, what's it called? Chromatic Dragon Gift. So I still have all of those on my star scythe as I use my nat 20 Jesus. immediately <laughs> to take this Both thing out. Both of these in one turn. Okay, dude. <laughs> Roll all the damage then. I'll let you do the math. Okay. Uh, so... It's 2d4 for the scythe. Uh-huh. Um, normally, it's a crit, it's 4d4. Um, then another 2d4 because of um, the chromatic dragon. Then another 2d4 for the um, hoarfrost. So that's 8d4. Oh my god. <laughs> 8d4 plus 5. Um, I don't know how to roll anymore. Is it, is it 4 slash roll? Uh, you can yeah. do yeah, slash roll or slash R space, and then how many D4, so 8D4. Oh, I accidentally pulled my out. 30 points of damage. <laughs> Whoa! All right, so how do you kill him? <laughs> Whoa! So afterwards, with this scythe, he just stands himself up, and you can see, um, like, lightning and 
just like a cold mist coming off his scythe as he picks himself up again and just I think it's facing Lenore right now because it attacked Lenore last. From Lenore's vantage point, you just see the blade of the scythe appear by the side of his neck. Suddenly, it's on the other side, and you just see the head of the Minotaur roll off, and the body slumps down in front of Lenore, revealing bloody carnifex behind it. <sighs> like I said, disgusting. <laughs> like I said, when I win. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, um, you big old great axe gash <laughs> in her, right? Like, just like, uh huh, <laughs> fine. Um, and then that's the end of actually, no, um, I think I'm gonna bonus action. Um, I think I stopped 30 left. points of damage, <laughs> uh, with darkness down oh, i should have put arm of agathis that would have helped a lot as well um yeah i'm gonna misty step <laughs> into cover because i'm just chilling with one hp i'm gonna misty step behind can i misty step that far i'm gonna be behind that bush with um yeah, <laughs> yeah just like <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding i'm gone <laughs> i'm hiding so you just see in a puff of like it almost look like a mist of blood he disappears and then reappears wow um, behind okay. a bush besides doing Okay. Uh, uh, hello. Hi. Uh, uh, Mirage, I think I might have missed this. You also have a another. You have a nat twenty as well. I didn't see the bits, so I think that's on you. So you get that. All right. Excellent, Carnifex, killing the big boy. Fortunately, here. Uh, the hobgoblins are going to do their thing. Uh, one of them is going to attack Zepha. The other one is going to attack. Mirage, uh, there are the two right over here. So one, two attacks here. Uh, the one against Zepha is going to end up missing. The one against Mirage does hit. Is a 21 to hit for five slashing damage here. Um, yeah, okay. Lenore, what do you want to do? Well, she's gonna very shakily make her way across the bridge. Okay. Ready, and then she is going to shoot at this with Sacred Flame. All right. Get a little uh, dexterity action in here. Of course, my sheet breaks right when you do this. It's fine. 16 on the dex save. They saved. Yeah, so he dodges out of the way there as you make your way down the uh, the bridge. Lenore, anything else? Nope, that's all. Okay. Uh, a bunch of hobgoblins here. Two more of them. One to the very far north. This one up here. Locked in battle. As we are, Dwin. Locked in battle. <laughs> Fire! He rolls a 17 to hit. Uh, fortunately, with your cover here, you are okay. Uh, and I think he's getting getting bored of not being able to find fire at you. He's going to start moving this way. Okay. Uh, the next two, scroll down and find them here. Oh, that one's dead. Never mind. So next, uh, please let me delete this guy. There we go. Uh, all right. This guy's going to come around to this side and make an attack against Zephyr with his longsword as well. Strike! That is a 21 to hit. It will definitely hit him for five more damage here. Okay. Zephyr looking a little hurt now. 
uh, but will retaliate as such, landing one singular blow here uh, for 10 slash. Yeah, he does enough damage here. Bop. That guy goes down. Mirage. I'm going to attempt to bop that one right there. Bop him on the head. Okay. Like a little field mice. 23! Nice! Oh my god, I did a thing. You did a thing. And then, wait, oh, I'm dumb. Do I have to declare to Divine Smite beforehand? Divine too? Smite, you get to do after. Okay, neat. Because it is not a spell, it is an ability. It just takes a spell slot. Okay, neat. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pew one of my spell slots right there for that. Nice. And I'm going to do 28. an extra 2d8. 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 Nine! Wow! Okay, big points of damage. Yeah, uh, you divinely smite this dude and he incinerates in your holy light. It's fine. I'm sure he's fine in there somewhere <laughs> in the divine fire. Uh, okay. Great. Dwin! What do you want to do? Carnifex is next to you. He looks really hurt. Okay, uh, well... Sorry. I go... Okay, <laughs> I step no. in front of him. And uh, so I look across the bridge and, uh, oh, that one's dead already. Okay, no, okay, I step, uh, I stay where I'm standing. Okay. And I'm going to shoot, no, yes, yes. I'm going to shoot the, the knucklehead who shot at me. Okay. So uh, with my bow, and uh, because I am not moving, I'm going to go ahead and uh, steady aim and shoot him. Okay, 14, unfortunately, is not enough to hit ah, as it well, glances off his armor. What's with my rolls? I have I, a plus six. You do a have a plus six. That's no. plus six. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hobgoblin is going to do the thing. Uh, this one is going to fire off at Lenore as you are making your way across the bridge here. It is a 15 to hit Lenore. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. for six piercing damage, as it does so. Carnifex, it is your turn. Uh, I think he's gonna come, yeah. start coming down here to, to kind of block your way. Uh, okay. Uh, how far is the person that we've been doing, like, um, the one has been taking pot shots at? How far away? Is it this one here? Yeah, it's the one up yes. there. It's 80 yeah. feet-ish. Uh, you probably have to move a little bit to get, like, into the line of sight, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna... Uh, again, like at this point, he's using his scythe as a like a little walking yeah, stick, just, like, leaning himself. on it, uh, and moves here, and then points the scythe at this hobgoblin and casts Elgis Blast. Okay, uh, roll uh, it up. So that is oh, oh wow, oh not one. Okay, ah. Uh... I mean, that makes sense to be honest. I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> just, yeah, just roll me a D100. Uh, okay. For fun. Three. The Eldritch Blast, uh, as you attempt to make it emanate from your hands, backfires. Um, regardless of a D4 worth of damage, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Artifacts goes down as we watch the force damage explode in his face. Um, I was gonna give you like a really like good percentage on it. It just needed to be higher than a twenty, but that's a three nope. there, man. That's a three. 
I'm an old man who almost died like six seconds ago. <laughs> and yeah, your magic explodes in your face and you go down. And right next to you, Dwayne, you hear this explosion of force and he's just on the ground. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lenore, what do you want to do? Oh, I didn't take healing word. That was dumb. Okay. Uh, well, I guess she's going to try and sword burst. Oh, oh, sword, sword burst is self. Oh, wait. So the other one. Sacred Flame, the other, the other one, one. The <laughs> Sure. Uh, okay. Rolls a nat 20 on the deck save. That is a 21. You do have your movement and bonus action remaining. Okay. Okay, moving back, got it. All right. Let's see who's, who's left alive over here. <laughs> This guy up here sees Lenore retreating and fires off an arrow. So 15 to hit Lenore. Yeah. For four piercing damage. Uh, this one next to Zepha is going to strike out with his long sword. Uh, will hit. It's 22 to hit for three for three damage. Got him. Got him, Dad. All right. Zepha will strike back. Uh, and we'll miss. Ooh. No, Zephyr, no. Yeah, misses. Okay. Mirage. You're doing great, Zephyr. And I pat <laughs> him on the back and I do laying on hands. So okay. I give him 10 hit points. Oh, wow. I then just kind of skirt over these dead bodies right here and make myself a target in front of this guy. Sure. Yeah, you note this guy's like aiming another shot down towards Lenore, and when you get in the way, he has to like stop, step to the side, toss down the bow, and draw his sword here. Okay, Duane, what would you like to do? Okay, 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 okay. Hear me out. I'm going to try and I, I forget this 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 fool. I don't care about him anymore. This one looks uh, eh, juicy. I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll shoot him. Yes. A 19 19 will hit for 12 damage it will find the mark as mirage gets there and you see him fumbling for his sword in the sheath the arrow hits him square in the noggin and puts okay. him down dane oh, I'm in twin. <laughs> again with this dane dane uh i am going to now also uh the whales of the grave so that's an extra let me see one second Yes, 1d6 uh, damage. Uh huh. So an extra sneak attack damage, basically. Uh huh. On he the dead guy. Uh huh. But, uh, and it's going to attack the guy next to him because he's 30 feet away. And you will see basically the, uh, the ether of the guy I shot. Like, it's going to jump out of him as if it's like, you know, really bad Photoshop, like Gaussian blur kind uh -huh. of thing. And it's going to go, ow! And it's going to. <laughs> go, it hits yeah, this guy and, and he goes, ow! Yeah. Yeah. Anything. It's going to wail into this other guy. One point of damage. And we watch as he gets a slight ear bleed from the wailing. Do, do I have to roll for both of them? Uh, there is only one here. 
Oh, no, never mind. It says uh, the first creature takes uh, 1d6. You also deal this to the first creature. Okay, so it's the same damage. Yes, same damage for both. Indeed. Right. Okay. You got one, though, Dwin. I mean, you know, Mirage might be upset about it, but you got one. Card effects. Roll me a death saving throw. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's see if my luck is going to keep being awful. Yep, seven. Yeah, uh, that is a, that is a failure. Lenore, an arrow does not come shrieking out to strike you. Yeah. Hey. What do you want to do? Uh, she's making her way back to Carnifex and lay on hands for 10. <clears throat> Old man's back from the dead again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, just leave him. This <laughs> is getting too much. Uh. God. Okay. Uh, Lenore, anything else here? That's it. Yeah, the Hobgoblin to the north is going to fire a shot at you. It was an 18 to hit. <sighs> it's for six damage, right. Lenore. It's for six damage. Okay. Uh, this is... Down? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm at one. Oh. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> oh. Still standing. Uh, this guy gets hit down here. Zephyr gets hit by the longsword for five points of damage. Um, ooh, yeah. And then he will be able to retaliate. This one up here, as you watch, probably Dwin. You see this guy? He's He looks to be thinking about it, making his escape here. Um, he's looking around <laughs> that this is uh, probably a little hopeless. Wow, Zephyr miss, misses twice more on a uh, guy down here. Mirage, your turn. Uh, looking around, seeing closest target. Oh, Zephyr. <laughs> Boom, bam. Attempt to swing on him. Hey, an 18 will just hit for 10 points of slashing damage. You know, we'll just give it to you because uh, it's enough. He dies. He dies. I have to move him to actually get that dot. Boom, there it is. Boom, he's dead. As you strike with your longsword and only one enemy remains on the field here. Mirage, is there anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, I've used my movement and my action, and I'm pretty sure I'm out of bonus actions. No, that ends my turn. All right. Dwin, only one enemy remains. It's the one Uh, that you haven't been able to hit for about 30 minutes. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. You know what? Bring it home. I am. I am calling this one here. I am going to go ahead. I'm going to put out my bow. I'm calling my sharpshooter here as well, because this guy is going to go down. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to just shoot now. That's and an better 20 be... Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So, Yo, okay. <laughs> call the shot. Go down. Maximum damage plus Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what the hell? That's 33, that's 43 points of damage as your arrow foo soars across 80 feet, striking this dude. I, I'm gonna say just directly in the eye socket and explodes out the back of his skull. He dies, he absolutely, that's 43 points of damage perfectly placed across. You got your frustration out, you did it. I want his soul to jump out behind him and make a mark on the tree. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets pushed out like uh, when Doctor Strange does the thing with the souls and slams yeah, him into project. the tree, uh, and he gets stuck there, probably to become a dryad in his next life or something like that, <laughs> or an awakened tree of some kind. Damn. 
All right. That was awesome. Um, unfortunately, <sighs> there is no rest for the wicked in hell. Uh, dark smoke swirls around, and you're all taken somewhere else. Somewhere different. Gonna move oh, finally we can re <laughs> <laughs> Oh god That was good What a good battle guys Good job We see It's dark It's late Giovanni's eyes Hang heavy and large in the night sky The twin moons A voice speaks out As we see Carnifex Wandering a dark road. You are wandering the city, away from your great house of Lim. What brought you out that night? That night that you found Vola. What is Carnifex wearing as we see him reliving this memory? Um, I think he's in... He's never been one to wear much, but he's in very um, extravagant um, pants, uh, fairly baggy, but uh, enough for him to move around him without it getting caught in anything. Mm -hmm. um, uh, almost like a sash that he wears around his torso, or um, a royal purple with like gold and filigree across it. Um, uh, and I think right now, I think, I think he was just finding a quiet place, mm. I think, just to walk around and think. Maybe it was the fullness of the moon that drove you to its house, the Church of Giovanni, a large gray stone building, has the stages of the two moons engraved on its walls, large glass windows on the ceiling of the interior ensure that the moons were always visible in their various phases. We watch as Carnifex enters the temple, maybe to find some peace, some solace, some quiet. And one of the gray and white robed priests approach. Oh, Carnifex, what a pleasant uh, surprise. And a child's cry cuts him off. Two of the other priests are holding a child small and wrapped in gray cloth. Who... I wasn't aware that uh, the church was bring, bringing such young... <laughs> no, 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 uh, sorry, Lord Carnifex, I apologize. I, I assure that um, we, we can remove her from the room if you desire solitude. Um, no, no, is... is she one of yours? <laughs> no, um... She was found earlier this evening on the temple doorsteps. Carnifex hmm. will walk past this one and towards the two who are carrying this child and outstretches her arm saying, may I? Yeah, and, and they would never defy you. They will hand you the child. Hmm. She looks up at you. These blue eyes. She giggles a bit when she sees you and tries to reach out to grab your scaly nose. I, I lean in to let her yeah. grab it. 
the priest speaks up. We, we will find a, a place for her in, in one of the orphanages in, in Rothlond. No, no. So you're not, you don't plan on looking after her yourself? No, the Church of Giovanni, we donate to the orphanages, but we, we don't run them. I understand. Um, no, I, I think... I think I will adopt her. Maybe give her a better life than she could get in orphanage. Of, of course, Lord Carnifex, uh, of course. The voice calls out again, always a bit rhetorical in its ways. What drove you to hold her? To say that you would care for her? We watch as the temple fades away and are back at the large house limb. What name did you give the child, Carnifex? Vola. We watch yes. as Vola the child becomes Lady Vola of House Lim, a skilled and brilliant warrior. The next scene we see, we find Carnifex standing on the side of a sparring field, watching the woman in a bout against three warriors. She's tall, black, around six foot three, broad shouldered and muscular, and she's smiling as she dances amongst the three men, scoring point after point with these sparring weapons. We watch as some of her teeth seem to shift and form slightly more canine. Her curly black hair is tied up, and she wears her royal purple plate with gold filigree. What does Carnifex think when he watches her? It's just a lot of pride, I think. Um, he's watching her movements um, very closely, and whenever, like, after each round, he definitely goes to the harsh love kind of vibe, being like, mm -hmm. yes, yes, you won, but you could have done this, this, and this better. But while watching, he's just smiling and seeing that she's, she's growing into a very powerful warrior. The scene changes. It's dark. The sky is red, fire rages, screams from all around, the clash of metal on metal and on flesh can be heard around. Carnifex watches as Vola, in her somewhat more beastly form, fighting as fiercely as she ever has takes an arrow directly through her knee and collapses to the ground. An enormous orc man stands over her and with his axe ends her life. Carnifex is unable to get to her, unable to help. The vision begins to fade Carnifex, what were the months afterwards like? They were hard, to say the least. Um, that ambush, because that's what it was at the end, that 
ambush should never have happened. We had planned things out. Kai gave me her word that that movement would be perfect. They wouldn't see it coming, but somehow they did and took us out from the side. And I ended up losing my daughter in the process. But there's no way that could have just been by chance. Someone had to have given um, Falaris some kind of info on what our movements, how we were going to approach, because there is, there was no way for them to figure it out and be prepared so soon in advance. Um, so the next few months were me essentially a witch hunt, looking for the mole and executing anyone he was suspicious. Eventually, one of the witches came to your door and she said she knew who it was. Who? The woman we see is wearing a white gown. Long white hair draped around her pointed ears swept back on pale skin and lavender eyes. Matron mother of House Maul has come to Carnifex the Warlord. My lord, if I may, I do believe I know who leaked the information. It pains me to say it so but my own daughter in her dalliances must have let something slip. I request that you allow me to handle this within my own house. I think Carnifex is just silent for a moment. She's not the girl that you grew up with anymore. Thank you for letting me know, but I think, I think I would like to deal with this. Of course, my lord, of course. Let me know if there is anything House Maul may do for you. She will thank you for your loyalty. Bow and retreat outwards. After that, you didn't see Kaya again. She wasn't there to bring in. Something must have happened, and chaos raged amongst the houses as the high house of Lim dependent on your leadership, suffered while you mourned. The vision fades. The smoke wraps you up and takes you back to the side of the river where the blood all around you leaks into the water. And that is where we're going to end our episode. 
Thanks for watching. Oh. <laughs> this has been uh, Diefall Presents Ruin Crimson. Glad we uh, finally uh, and myself got it together to actually be here. <laughs> this show will be back on two weeks from now at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday. So we hope to see you there for that. And uh, before we go, let's uh, let's do some some shout outs. Playing Carnifex, yeah. our would-be champion. Drac, <laughs> please, where can we find you? Hi, um, I'm Jack called Draconix. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Draconix. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. Um, I stream all over the place, so that's honestly the best place to find me. Um, the only thing I would like to shout out is on Fridays, um, over on Q Times. Um, that's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S, I think. I don't know. I, for some reason, I always <laughs> struggle to spell that Q the, for the, the first time around. Um, at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, at 7 p.m. Pacific, you can find me playing in a Pathfinder 2nd Edition old villains campaign called Parliament of Owls, where we're all playing just awful, terrible people. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also playing an uh, awful, terrible, noble person in that game, so that's a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, I'm think I'm figuring out what I'm doing literally like a day prior, so just follow me on Twitter. No. <laughs> uh, as a note, Drac will be joining us on Monday uh, yes. for our Strixhaven game on the 22nd at 3 p.m. as well. So if you want to see him play a, a a fledgling some kind of magic user of some kind, then we'll find out. It'll be great. Um, I've got his character sheet ready. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, thank you very much. Playing Lenore. The lovely Lady May. Where can we find you? Uh, well, most often you can find me on the internet, uh, Twitter, and places as best, I suppose, because I'm often here on Thursday playing Lenore, and then also Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on Stella Luna's channel for uh, her amazing and wonderful game called Unbound, where we uh, like to smooch and thirst after all of the super hot NPCs. Indeed. It's a good show. You should watch it. I Bro, think I'm actually... I'm, I'm guessing on that next week as well. Are you? Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah. really busy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Mirage, played by Kayla, Time Lord's wife. Please, where can we find you on the internet? Hi, you can find all my information on timelordswife.com, usually on Twitch on Sundays, because that's really the only consistent day I get off thanks to the ye old day job. But you can, we just finished our Curse of Strahd 5th edition campaign, which is all homebrew. You can find all the VODs on YouTube, conveniently enough, for uh, your unedited pleasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know that, how I uh, feel about that. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Joel, for having me. I Absolutely. appreciate you. Of course. It's Dwin, nice gaming with you all. Dwin, played by the very talented Meyer. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, hi, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Meyer, um, where I do a whole bunch of, uh, I'm trying to do more variety stuff. Um, I've been doing more RP stuff in the past couple of months, doing a Red Dead Redemption RP on the Wild RP server, which has been amazing. It's been just a whole different world. Um, I've, I also play like a variety of different other games as well. I play Star Citizen and uh, I've been playing a bunch of Halo Infinite as well. Uh, in the tabletop world, you can catch me on Wednesdays on Table Story where I play um, a, a, an alchemist uh, called Jet who is completely different from a Tamaxi because he's not a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Weird. you can find me there. <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, that's me. Thank you so much. This has Excellent. been a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I have been your DM, Joel. Uh, obviously, this is my channel. So hi. Thanks for being here. I do appreciate it. Thank you for all the love and support from everyone at home. Uh, we will see you again for this show in two weeks. Monday at 3 p.m. is Strixhaven. Uh, and then we're kind of a bit... The week is kind of a break due to the Thanksgiving holiday, and I will be out of a town. And then, then the week after, we'll have Auric and Crimson and Strixhaven. It'll be a busy week in two weeks. It'll be a busy one. But thanks for yeah. being here. I do appreciate it. And until next time. Goodbye.